0: With Ashley Frasca
1: Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
2: On 95.5 WSB Has anybody figured out what the stuff is? Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff We do talk about birds We've talked about pottery Some other things Garden tools I guess that's the stuff Well anyways, hey Welcome back to Green and Growing Seven minutes after seven o'clock Here with you until nine o'clock You know we were supposed to be here until just 8 o'clock, because Georgia was supposed to play Vanderbilt today, and Vanderbilt backed out. I was kind of upset about that. I'm ready for just one more eke out, one more college football game. The season seemed a little weird, but we'll get one more. We'll get the bowl game. Just have to wait a few more weeks. So, yes, here with you till 9 o'clock. We are your home of the dogs, just not uh, not today, anyways, for, for football, but we do have basketball this weekend. So four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty is a fun show today, just a lighthearted end-of-the-year kind of wrap-up Of green and growing I put out the call uh, In the first hour any of your garden Failures garden successes I would love For you to share those so we can learn Something from one another and brag about Yourself if you had a great bumper crop This summer or something that you built Maybe a greenhouse or a shed or raised Beds or something some of you have sent Me cool pictures on the Facebook page Over the months of huge things you've Accomplished so call in and brag about That and of course garden questions as Well Throughout the show, four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. So, Mike, I've kept you on hold quite a while, and your call is very intriguing to me. Good morning. Good morning. So, what's going Hi. on? A mulberry tree.
0: Yeah, I'm interested in uh, buying some mulberry trees to plant. You know, during the winter time, so uh-huh. they come out in spring. And, and uh, there's a, several different things, and I've never seen this come up before, where they, they're actually selling some that are grown from tissue culture. Uh, do you know much about that? I, I want to get something that I'm not going to have to worry about down the road. Uh, I want something that's. If some of the ones are pretty, like the Pakistani mulberries, they're they're pretty expensive to buy, and I just don't want to waste my money on on uh, something that's I don't know much about.
2: Yeah, no, that's that's great that you've done a little bit of research. So plant tissue culture, pretty pretty widely used now. It's almost like a. Science fiction type thing to me But in plant sciences And horticulture And forestry too So it basically Clones the plant And it gets all the best traits Of whatever You know plant The tissue is taken from So you know We hybridize things All the time right Come up with new Varieties And new hybrids Of of things But there's always a weakness Right The plant May not have a resistance to some kind of disease Or some kind of resistance to a pet So they take the best parts of a plant And once they have found that They can almost clone it It produces a large number of like identical plants So some of the applications in that Just to produce a large number Works a little more quickly um, Also like in forestry That can be used to preserve Rare or endangered plant species Right, If they do this from from plant tissue culture And just using that to screen cells Rather than plants For those advantageous characters If they finally come up with a hybrid of some kind That's resistant to a disease So insofar as mulberry trees Exactly I don't know um, What what the final product has been But I think that's probably a good thing Mike It's definitely probably uh, Going to cost a little bit more Because of the science involved You know the the environment has to be just right, sterile conditions All this kind of stuff, but um, Yeah, I mean, what what price range are we looking at For that?
0: Oh, I mean you know, It depends on the size of trees that you buy You know, mm-hmm. the smaller trees are less and The bigger are more expensive, you know uh, So it just depends on what you, what you Choose, so uh, <clears throat> I just wanted to make sure, because I know That with mulberry trees, there's a lot of them that you Have, you know, sexing issues Where the females produce the fruit and the males uh, Don't, or not as well And, uh Grafting, you know, you have to worry about when you're pruning that if you prune too far back, you could end up cutting where your graft is off right. to the. Uh, so I'm just trying to look at the best option to. I want to do this once. I don't want to have to spend it in time and years doing it again.
2: Yeah, understood. Well, and one of the best pieces of advice that I could give you far better than than advice coming from myself about that is call the extension office. You're in Fulton County, then, if you're calling from Atlanta. No,
0: no, actually, I'm uh, a Barrow.
2: Oh, okay, Barrow County, yeah So call 1-800-ASK-UGA-1 one ask uga one Or just go online to extension.uga.edu But that'll put you through to the county extension agent in Barrow County And they may, you know, really have that better list of the varieties And things that you'll want to try But you've definitely, you know, piqued my interest in doing a little more research About plant tissue culture, because that's fascinating But yeah, I mean, that's like Scientific lab kind of stuff that's over my head But yeah as far as northeast Georgia I would definitely make sure of the You know the proper varieties that you're looking at So that you don't have problems with pests And weaknesses and the trees and things like that
0: Okay appreciate it
2: I love it check back let me know what they say You know in a few months when you, when you Pick one and you decide to go with it let me know And educate me a little bit more on it Okay all right Mike have a great Thank weekend you. Thanks so much all right bye bye Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. The number on green and growing here. Up next, David calling from Tucker. Merry Christmas, David.
3: Merry Christmas to you. Thanks. How have you been? Ah, oh, just just great. You know, glad to uh, move about. And I, I don't know if you've uh, noticed, but. Uh, Atlanta sold out of spring bulbs pretty early this fall.
2: Isn't that good news? I'm telling you, the landscape and nursery industry—they had, I mean, they're they're sitting back counting their money this year. They had an awesome year.
3: Yeah, one of my uh, folks over at the hardware store told me that their uh, plant wholesaler said their salespeople had met their goals for the year in September.
2: Oh wow! I love it. I love it. That's really good. So what Uh, are you trying? You're trying something quite the opposite, quite maybe cheap or if not free, right?
3: Well, uh, I ran across a little bit of an an idea, but I didn't uh, have a chance to follow up on the details. There's something about using cardboard or cardboard and burlap in place of mulch. And, of course, you know, there's the general idea of just putting down cardboard, but I, I don't know. Thing one about the details of that. I wonder if you had any insight on the matter
2: You know, not really so much Using it as mulch Not as a replacement for mulch But using it in conjunction With mulch, right? So that thought of layering that cardboard Laying that down on the soil surface To keep weeds from getting nutrients and sunshine And, you know, it's blocking their vertical growth But then putting mulch on top of it So that the mulch on top of it helps it decompose And break down a little bit faster
3: So you leave the cardboard there permanently You just let it deteriorate
2: Right, right, and it could take up to a year because, you know, it's got some of the glues in it The, the cor- uh, corrugated cardboard that we know has glues and stuff That's there's not enough in it to, to be harmful in any way But it's going to take about a year to break down And it's very important, too, for those of you that want to be sustainable and want to reuse these things being green um, To use the cardboard, like just the plain cardboard boxes, not like, you know, if you buy a case of beer that cardboard is a little more waxy on the outside like I'm particularly picturing maybe Bud Light or Budweiser. Um, that's that's more of a waxy coating on the outside of that cardboard so that's not going to really have the same effect but you know I mean advantages it's free it works better than than plastic or landscaping fabric. it's kind of easier to move around. Um, you don't have to deal with laying it and it blowing away and all of that, but it's so good to allow the water and the nutrients to soak through the roots So you almost think, well, that's counterintuitive, I don't want to lay cardboard on top of, you know, or in and around my rose bush or my plants But it does, I mean, it's going to soak through, get to the roots of those plants, and it just helps, as mulch does, it helps the soil Retain its moisture So um, yeah I mean it doesn't really become Mulch in a sense once it Decomposes but it certainly Works really well when used with mulch And if you've already got plants in the bed Where you're using it then you obviously Just kind of piece it together like puzzle pieces You know bending it up around The plants that are already there but yeah after it breaks Down you know after about a year then it's Probably time to do that or newspaper again
3: Okay Great thank you
2: yeah we've all Got these Amazon boxes and boxes upon boxes and I throw them in the recycling, but heck yeah, weed barrier works works wonderfully. So what kind of things are you working on right now, David? Anything in particular?
3: Uh, well, uh, as you were talking about scheduling uh, some of the, uh, the seasonal plants, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually going to wait until after Christmas when uh, some of those plants are going to be discounted And try the bulbs as a 12-month-a-year plant Because I've run across several people Who have done that successfully mm-hmm. here uh, The only thing I have not found consistently Is telling, uh, being told how deep to plant them Or to leave them uh, partially exposed I'm not getting consistent uh, feedback from people on that
2: You never want to plant a bulb too deeply um, Because, I mean... Even if you plant it upside down It is still going to grow, believe it or not it just tropism, it it finds its way To grow back upright, but never too deeply I would always have it, you know, no more Than maybe an inch below the the soil surface But what are you looking, you know, to to Keep, because like tulips, that's one Thing that's, I mean, they're the most beautiful Thing, but those just don't really keep year to Year at all, that's kind of a one-time deal in Georgia
3: Yeah, the uh, amaryllis is what I'm Looking at, Uh, um And I've talked to several people that work at Pikes, and they've had multi-year success Mm -hmm. with that. Uh, So I thought I'd try that out when everything, uh, you know, no one buys those things in January, so they get knocked down in price.
2: Yes, so I absolutely commend you for that Yeah, I mean those are on clearance Those nice little boxes, gift boxes with the amaryllis and the pot already set to go So yeah, do that, do that, definitely do that I'm trying to keep them right now as we speak Because Walter's given me some fabulous ones over the years And so keep them in the pot, keep them in a sunny window This whole time through the winter time And then you'll hear on the show come April or May When I tell you to take them out of the pot And put them in the yard Some people even just, if it's a terracotta pot or something Some people literally just plop the whole pot down into the ground And that way they have an easier time to dig it back up But I actually, I only had like four bulbs So I was able to take them out of the pots And put them in the ground And I mean I had green lush leaves All summer and into the fall Of course they weren't blooming at the time But the leaves looked great And I did in those cases With with those bulbs You do need to leave a little bit of the neck Um, Above ground so it you know starts To peak up but then come September October you got to take them out Of the soil dry them out a little bit Almost like put them to sleep because you're faking Them into growing and blooming You know at Christmas time the way we want them So drying them out in perlite or Something like that for a few months for them to go Dormant so to speak and then waiting For them to bloom around Christmas time again it's it's A little bit of work but I think it's worth it and you're getting A bargain absolutely
3: Indeed I'm going to uh, try to do them uh, as a spring bloomer But Uh we'll just see how that goes At least I know it can be done
2: Yes, absolutely, I love that Well, David, always good to hear from you Have a Merry Christmas and a good weekend Stay warm
3: You too, bye-bye All
2: right, we'll be hearing from you soon Coming up on 719, going to take a break Check traffic and weather, it's that time And we'll be back on Green and Growing on WSB Still 31 degrees on Peachtree Street Waking up to very cold temperatures this morning And keep that coat handy and the scarf and the hat Because you're going to need it all weekend long It's going to be sunny today Weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing And uh, meteorologist Brad saying Yeah, mostly sunny High only reaching around 52 degrees And the wind chill, of course, drops that temperature down quite a bit Scattered showers throughout the day tomorrow Depending on where you live High of around 51 and low of 40. So your complete weather forecast coming up in 10 minutes on WSB. Green and
0: Growing! Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca Here's your garden to-do list this week.
2: All right, number one. While you're keeping up with covering your plants, so many of you ask me about, you know, when do I need to cover my hydrangeas? Or uh-oh, I, I left the basil out. One night and it looks like it got frostbit. You know, what do I do? So why not consider cold tolerant? Plants, you know, less less work for you Less worry. Uh, palms I've done a lot of research this week On palm trees, and yeah, that, that can Happen uh, here in Georgia, not like you see In Florida, around the beaches But uh, according to UGA Extension, some of the best for Georgia Windmill, needle, and Dwarf palmetto, they can withstand Temperatures down to about 40 Or not, down to about 10 degrees, I don't know Why I read a 1 as a 4, uh, 10 degrees So that's pretty cool, and if some of you do Have a little bit of damage on palms right now Because it got so cold weeks ago And of course it's been chilly here recently uh, You can cut off the frond that's, that's browned Or damaged It's not going to hurt to remove that And then they'll start growing pretty vigorously I would say about May, June uh, Number two, if you've been wanting a new tree For the front yard and you just don't know what to pick I may have some help for you With a little bit of money Uh, Trees Atlanta, their yard tree program Available to you if you live in DeKalb County Maybe Brookhaven, Decatur Or the city of Atlanta Property owners in those areas are eligible To have Trees Atlanta plant trees in their front yard At little or no cost But to uh, find out more about that program That's pretty cool TreesAtlanta.org Slash YardTree To find out more And number three I really liked this call a couple of weeks ago on the show Uh, Joe said his Leland Cypress were just way too close to the mailbox And the mail lady was not happy with him Because they were, you know, you can't plant Lelands too close to the street Too close to the house, too close to one another Because they get so big I think when you plant them, I know they're tiny But they need to be almost, I would say, 6 to 10 feet apart for sure But if you do need to reduce the size of them I would never take more than 20% away per, you know, pruning uh, task But if you need to, a lot of that can be done in the wintertime. But prune it back. If you need to cut some limbs back, prune it back to a joint. Prune it back to either another branch if you're removing some of those or just back to the trunk entirely. And that's probably going to be the best way to take care of those arborvitae, things like that. All right, it's almost 7.30. We're going to step out and check the news, weather, and traffic. And we'll be back to Green and Growing on WSB.
1: Flowers, trees and stuff Brought to you by Pike Nurseries
0: On
2: 95.5 WSB Lots to cover on the show today And we're halfway through Welcome back to Green and Growing So here in just a little bit I'm going to share some garden games with you With some of my celebrity gardeners From throughout the year so uh, maybe it's too early for you to put that thinking cap on Or just listen and be entertained I'm not sure But some great calls this morning 404 And up next from Decula We talked to Chris Hey, good morning, Chris Good morning, Ashley How are you today? I am great Happy holidays to you
1: Well, thank you Same to you Thanks um, I've got a perplexing problem All right. um, About 20 years ago My neighbor and I We decided to plant some Leland cypresses between our fences so the kids wouldn't run through the yards and all that good stuff, you know. They've been doing great until the last couple of years. On her side of the tree, it's dying. On my side of the tree, it's fine. The only difference is I've got a wooden fence, I've got a cedar fence, and she's got a chain link fence. Other than that, there's no difference, and we don't know why it would be dying halfway on one side. So Any ideas?
2: do you kind of notice the browning from the bottom up? Um, or it's just
1: too I late to tell? It's probably too late to tell because she says, because she has to come over to
2: my side to pull sprigs. <laughs> yeah, and see that your side's all green and hers isn't. You're right. All right, right. so a couple of things. Um there's there's a, a problem with like limb canker And that's pretty prevalent in Leland's But that's just like limbs here and there are brown But the browning all over If it had kind of worked through the tree up and out The first thing that comes to my mind Is um, Cercospora leaf spot And that happens to a lot of different trees Including evergreens But a little more prevalent when the spring and early summer Were just very, very damp and we got hot temperatures pretty early, um, and mm-hmm. and it's you know also kind of a, a drought stressor kind of factor. So I'm almost wondering if that's not it, and it's made a little worse by you know them being planted too closely together because they're not getting the the airflow through them. And nearby shade too Which is kind of counterintuitive I was almost expecting you to say Her side had a solid fence And yours had a chain link But it's just the opposite At least that chain link fence Allows for a little bit better airflow But if that's the case I mean you're going to want to look At her side pretty carefully um, Because most of the interior part Of the branches are brown Sometimes you may just see A little bit of green left on the tips But if it is in fact This uh, Cercospora leaf spot There's fungicides that can work for it um, to at least slow it, but once it kind of you know works from the bottom up, it's almost like a lost cause. Um, and cutting some okay. of that out, you know, but then waiting for a little bit to fill in, but that's not going to fill in the way that you want it. Some folks in my neighborhood who had experienced that, they've literally like limbed up the Leland's almost to the height of the fence, and it looks kind of funny, but it actually looks somewhat manicured um, and somewhat neat. So I mean, as long for the the privacy aspect of it. That it, you just mm-hmm. keep it green from the fence up You still get that benefit um, But I would maybe try okay. that and, and with some of these fungal diseases too If you are to prune some of it out It's always a good practice With the pruning shears To have some kind of like bleach solution Or alcohol solution And cut those pruners mm-hmm. in Or uh, clean those pruners mm-hmm. In between the cuts So you're not spreading any of the spores spreading. Or anything from branch to branch yeah. As you cut Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we were wondering if it was some sort of a, a disease or something that just for some reason started on her side and hasn't gotten to my side yet.
2: Very well but could be not, the case.
1: I don't think they're too close because we planted three of them in the span of 20 feet.
2: Oh, gosh. okay. So, yeah, that's that's pretty I well mean, spaced. It took a
1: long time to fill in, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're, they're gorgeous. And I didn't know until this year that they were dying until she mentioned it. Yeah, because no, you don't like, see I her. Can I come side? over to your
2: side? Yeah. <laughs> My daughter wants some sprigs. Right. But, so, kind of uh, okay. maybe you know, Google that. Sir Um Google that and F-U-R kind of. you c- are or S I R. It's it's a funny one. It's C E R, Oh yeah, C E R C O S, P O R A. Uh, starts with the Okay, Spore like
1: spores. Yep, P O
2: R A. Yep. Um, kind of Google that, see some of the pictures, and make sure that that really matches what you're telling me. But I'm kind of leaning towards that. Um, and some of it, like I said, it can be slowed or or treated a little bit with copper fungicides, things like that. I mean, you'll want to read the label as to when to best, you know, apply those. But yeah, maybe that might right. be it.
1: Okay, you said it could be something else if it started. I mean, I'm going to have to ask her how it started dying, whether it's from the inside out or whatever Yeah, yeah Because it might be another option
2: Yeah, um, I was thinking like um, cankers, like you would look along the branches and along the limbs And you you clearly see cankers on the branches um, And that Mm -hmm. just kind of is limb by limb dying out though So that's a little more, you can keep that in check a little more Easily. So, yeah, send me pictures or show the extension office pictures and just make sure that's what you've got. But hopefully, y'all aren't getting to it too late.
1: Well, if we are, we'll take them down.
2: (laughs) Just do the process all over. Start over.
1: Neither of us are moving anytime soon. Hey, there you go. Well, thanks for the call, (laughs) Chris. And we're we're good
2: neighbors. So, that's that. That, (laughs) You're very fortunate. I love that. Well, have a good weekend.
1: Thank you, Ashley, and you have a Merry Christmas you, and Happy New Year. <laughs> you too, Chris. Thank you so much.
2: Thanks. Oh, people sing so beautifully this time of year. I love it. All right. Well, as promised, this is something a little bit different, a little bit fun. Uh, Celebrity Gardener is something that I've enjoyed doing throughout the year, and I've had some really cool people on. Maybe some gardeners, maybe not, but they all have memories of something garden related or some plant that they really like. So, here are some fun games I came up with throughout the year. You can play along, or, like I said, maybe learn a little bit something from some of my celebrity gardeners.
4: Cal Ripken
2: Jr. All right, I got one more gardening thing before I let you go, and this is this sure. is silly. You got to participate in a silly quiz. We like bird watching, okay? So I'm going to make this easy. There are three teams in Major League Baseball that have birds as their team mascot. So first, we will start with the Oriole. What state yeah. is that the state bird for?
3: You know, I think this is almost like a trick question. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's it's uh, Maryland, but um, um, I,
5: I would the obvious thing. I would say Maryland, but you, uh, you
2: are correct. You are okay. correct. All right, now so, the, the blue. So you're
5: easing me into it.
2: Now the blue jay is not the state bird of any of the fifty states, but the blue bird is the state bird for four different states. Name one.
3: Oh, um, Maine.
2: No, give it one more guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the blue bird mm-hmm.
5: California
2: Oh, that's a good guess That's a good guess We'll go with Nevada and Idaho out west ah. And now for the easiest, Cardinal The Cardinal is the state bird for seven different states Many of which are kind of up by you So give it a guess
0: I mean, from
3: the baseball standpoint, the St. Louis Cardinals so Missouri
2: You know, surprisingly, no, the blue bird Not. is their state bird How weird is that?
3: That is weird. And the Blue Jay, (laughs) I was thinking uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, so it could have been Canada. Right. Um, So anyway, uh, Cardinal in and around us up here.
2: And in the Midwest. You could go either way. There's seven different states. Kansas. Yes, Kansas is one. Illinois and Indiana. Those are pretty good.
3: Illinois and Indiana, yep.
2: Cal Ripken, Jr., thank you so much for taking the time with us this morning.
5: This uh, This has been a fun interview. Ben Bailey.
2: All right, now I've got a game for you. Oh, boy. Yeah, I do. And it's going to be easy. It's about gardening? Uh, maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> the fans of the show, Cash Cab, they recognize this.
3: And where's the red light? And that triggers a red light challenge!
2: <laughs> All right, red light challenge. But for my purposes, with your permission, can I do a green light challenge? Because we're green and growing here.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Green light, green light challenge. challenge.
2: You and I are Plowing through the interview, pedaling through. So, I need you to name. I've got a list of holiday specific plants, whether something about the holiday is in the name or just plants associated with a certain holiday. I just need you to name five.
3: Oh, oh. Uh, geez.
2: That's a tough one.
3: Uh, Christmas tree? Yes. Okay, so it could be trees.
2: Yep. <laughs> so if not... we
3: were in the cab, I would just keep saying Christmas tree. Yes, <laughs>
2: that's what people do. Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, They're just you make got that right. one already. Christmas tree.
3: <laughs> um, Valentine roses. Is...
2: Yes. Bing, bing, bing. Oh, okay. Two. Okay. I,
3: um, mistletoe.
4: Yes.
2: Oh, <laughs> very good. Three. I'll give you. I'll give you Easter and Saint Patrick's Day. I thought I was about to be on a
3: roll. I said mistletoe, like I had a few more. (laughs) Mistletoe and um, Easter lilies.
2: Yes. Ooh. Okay. That's four.
3: Oh, that's really one.
2: Yes. Easter lily. One hundred percent. (laughs) One hundred percent.
3: That was a total
2: guess. (laughs) And then Um, in a few days we have Saint Patrick's Day coming up.
3: Oh right. And those are clover.
4: Green clover.
2: Oh, we did it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes.
4: Tad and Drex Mornings, B98.5.
2: Y'all remember the game show, $100,000 Pyramid? Mm -hmm. Yes. Dick Clark, back in the day. But we're going to have fun. So two people sit down, and you're prompting your partner, your teammate, to say a phrase of all these individual items you're naming off. So since there's three of you, we're going to kind of circle around. Okay. 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 Mm -hmm. And that's how we're going to do it. And it's all garden-themed stuff. Okay. And y'all are like simpatico because you're together. Every weekday morning. Are you trying to say that we're all like in same unison with each other? Yeah, you oh, should be. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll see how this goes. So why don't we start with Kara. Okay. You're going to be trying to prompt Drex, your teammate, to say these things. Okay. Um, people. Worms. Uh, things that are slimy. No. <laughs>
4: um,
5: shovels. Things that you need to... Fix your lawn? No.
4: Um. Gosh, I don't know. Do we have a timer on this? A
2: ditch witch? A ditch witch? A uh, things
5: that you need for a trench
2: to dig uh, a trench close to what?
5: Dig a trench. Dig a hole. He said dig. Things
2: that dig. Dig. Oh, okay. I was going. (laughs) I was too good at it. (laughs) All right. Up next, Drex. Yes. Help your partner Tad out. Okay.
5: Mosquito bites. Things that
4: hurt. Things that itch.
2: Oh, oh man! I'm
4: good at this. Huh? You're good <laughs> at Where <Or> am I? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. That's true.
2: Tad helping his partner Kara.
4: Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Chirp.
2: Birds. Things that birds say. <laughs> wow. Sounds a bird
4: makes. We'll take <laughs> <Woo>! it.
2: <laughs> I was really hoping Tad was going to have to go down the line and like just start getting crazy with like You're owl sounds, cock a
4: doodle doo are and... not you?
2: <laughs> yeah, all kinds of stuff. All right, Kara. Okay, butterflies, caterpillars.
5: Things that morph into other things? Dragonflies. Things that fly? Ladybugs. Things that bother you during the summer? (sighs) Um, Things that eat your plants? No.
2: Butterflies. I I like
5: the morph thing.
2: Dragonflies. Ladybugs.
5: (laughs) Female insects. No. (laughs) Things that fly?
2: (laughs) I just already said things that fly. Well, I'll accept that, though. Will so you? he said female insects. Yes. But why would females like these particular insects?
5: Colorful. Because, because they're pretty. Oh. Yay. What? I'm overthinking <laughs> this. Like, th- is it things that are insects pretty? Insects
2: that are pretty. It- insects that are pretty. Quit thinking Dragon so. Dragonflies are
5: not. Pr- yeah, dragonflies are pretty. No, awful. Their wings are iridescent. Oh, and they bother you and you're in the pool? Kara, please, a with the multi syllabic uh, words. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the same to me. Okay, Drex, let's see what you got for Tad. Okay. um... Orchids. Um, I don't know a lot of them. That's things that are tough to grow. Um,
4: Let's see, uh, roses. Things that blossom. Mm -hmm. Bulbs. Things with bulbs. Uh, Things that blossom in the spring. Rosemary. Things that start with R. Mm, Roses. (laughs) Rosemary. uh, Things with thorns. mm, Lavender. Flowers that flower in the spring. (laughs) They are spring flowers.
2: flowers. But hey. Yeah, rosemary. Time. Oh, things
4: that bother you with allergies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> things that
4: make you sad. Things to bring to funerals. Are we out of time yet? Flowers yeah, that smell pretty. That's what Kara, that oh was Oh my I
2: should have let the girl have that one. I sniffed into the microphone. But she did say they give you allergies, right. so I I probably do need to blow my nose. Okay, thanks for pointing that out. All right, Tad up next for Kara.
4: Okay, here we go. Carrots, cucumbers, tomatoes, a scarecrow.
2: Vegetables grown Dirt. in the garden. Yo, there you go, wow. buddy. <laughs> easy, easy. Kara's, Kara's doing pretty good here. last round, oh, gosh. guys. This is hard. Wheelbarrow. Uh,
5: obstacle course things. Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow keeps tractor things. My father-in-law owns things. You can buy at tractor supply cart. Things that you move earth around in. Things that what transport wheel. Wheel barrow. things that you push or ride wheel things with wheels <laughs>
4: Yay! oh my gosh
5: <laughs> how sad
2: okay okay <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't, it, this is
5: too it's too easy it's hard
2: uh, it's too easy it's hard <laughs> i'm getting you guys at the end of your day too so <laughs> right if you're a little brain dead it's forgivable <laughs> it's fine all right drex yes you got tad last round make okay. it good
5: oh it's the plants the red um what do they call those plants yeah, points at us.
4: Oh, things that are red, things that are poisonous to dogs, mm-hmm. things that you can't eat, things that you have around Christmas time.
2: Uh, um, Holiday plants. Oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, he hadn't even gotten to like shamrock. I listen, Easter I know lily. who I'm working with over That's here. Right. <laughs> I knew I
4: needed to come fast and furious with the guesses.
2: <laughs> All right, and Tad's last uh, last category for Kara.
4: Okay. Pears, apples.
2: Fruits. Fruits grown in the garden. Wears, Pears, delicious apples, fruits. peaches. Trees. Fruits that grow on trees. Oh. oh, there we go. How fun was that? That, that was, was great. Fun. Did that <laughs> boost you confidence a little wheel bit? Well, you
5: barrel. Ah, <laughs> I don't know.
2: Well, it's in you know, the but don't wheel. Say, but
5: you said it like, if I don't get it, don't say the word again. Like, who wouldn't
2: want that? <laughs> lawn mower. Now I'm thinking of all kinds of other things. Oh, lawn yeah. mower. I didn't even think of that one. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Trying to play $10,000 pyramid with the uh, Tad and Drex morning show That was a lot of fun I hope you laughed at a few of those for sure Well, We'll be back with more of your calls 404-872-0750 We'll be right back on Green and Growing You're listening to WSB You're waking up to a chilly 31 degrees around parts of Metro Atlanta Finley Roofing sponsors the weather update You've heard Brad Nitz telling you mostly sunny today, today and tomorrow Highs only reaching the low 50s, chance for scattered showers throughout the day tomorrow So really quickly as promised earlier in the show, NG Turf, uh, fresh farm sod They send out a really cool newsletter It's very helpful, good resources So I was saying, you know, you're looking at your grass Kind of feeling guilty Like, is there something I need to be doing right now to my lawn? Should I be maintaining it or just sitting back? So you kind of get a reprieve, right? But things to do and not do in the wintertime with your lawn Clean it up, break some of those leaves and limbs up off of it So it's still getting the benefits of sunlight You don't have to water as much An inch of rain or water a week is just enough You probably don't need to mow right now Maybe some fescues require it Don't fertilize right now Not a good time to do that And there are certain post-emergence herbicides You can be using right now But they're most effective When temperatures are above 50 degrees So if some of those green weeds are bugging you Get out there and spray them All right, coming up on hour number 3 of Green and Growing Taking your calls 404-872-0750 We'll be right back after this